0: I'm Ashley Aiken.
1: And I'm Chris Cerna. The wedding industry has unintentionally perpetuated a culture of chasing perfection at the cost of your relationships and mental peace.
0: We know this because we've spent a combined 16 years photographing weddings.
1: Together, we dive into the silent struggles of the modern engaged couple, like you.
0: Our goal is to empower you to pop that perfection bubble,
1: embark on the journey of self-awareness,
0: forge your own wedding planning path, and and ultimately ultimately cultivate cultivate a a healthy and and thriving thriving marriage. marriage.
1: i understand what all of the hype about colorado is
0: wait was that your first time ever in colorado
1: i've never been before are you
0: serious
1: yeah my kids have been to colorado before i have with my mother-in-law and father dude
0: we are so close to colorado we literally share a side
1: i know it was set it was uh it was like seven hours and 45 minutes for us to get to where we were did you go to
0: like estes park
1: no, we did go to Garden of the Gods.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, so you were in more the was, Colorado Springs area.
1: No. Okay, so we were in Kuchera, which is like Wait, south I remember eastern. looking at
0: this on a map with you. Got it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. And then Colorado Springs was like two and a half hours from where we were. But okay. we took a trip okay. out to Colorado Springs, went to Garden of the Gods, which by the way, I felt like it was really overrated. I don't know what I thought Garden of the Gods was. I think I was thinking it was like the Grand Canyon.
0: Oh, no. It did was cool. Never, did you not look at pictures before you went?
1: i mean i just you see just like instagram it? photos of like little snippets yeah. where it looks like you're and it's like a no it's paved and every i don't know what i thought it was it's very paved yeah it's very maintained i did not expect yeah. that it it poured on us while we were there which was kind of cool oh. uh you know we i did that we went to well, new I'm mexico gonna... one day
0: oh wait what'd you do in new mexico
1: we went shopping we drove oh <laughs> how far was it, it was we not drove there and back five and a half hours in the car and we went yeah. to taos and then we ended up um we were going to go to this place called red river uh for more sh- more shopping it was a kid's birthday and that's what they wanted to do um and but our kids got tired so we drove back the view to new mexico was gorgeous yeah that area amazing. of the
0: country is truly beautiful
1: but i'm like Gosh, Colorado, you have my heart. Like I'm, I'm, I want to marry you. I'm
0: kind of opposite. I love you. To be honest,
1: I love. Like, well, Colorado's well, we-
0: fine, but I think it's overrated. Uh,
1: no, uh, maybe it's it was beautiful. just my first time. It's beautiful. It was, uh, everything about where we were, it was like. I mean, you knew I had no internet out there. We couldn't yeah. release. I couldn't download the episode. Like yeah. it said, it was going to take fifty six hours to download. Yeah, um, I feel and that. then it. And then after two hours going, it wouldn't work. So we were literally in the mountains. Like I, I,
0: Colorado's beautiful to visit. I think that the overrated part is overrated to live, unless
1: probably so.
0: I'm, I'm mostly thinking Denver. I have we just I know we know we so many people Denver. in Denver. It's just. I think it's really cool to visit and that's why everybody moves and then everybody moves away.
1: <laughs> you know, I feel like people do do that. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to Colorado. I'm going to hike in the woods. We did that two times and we're out of here.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's great to visit. Like truly, I do think it's great. So
1: but love yeah, it. Loved it. Enjoyed love it. That. Had a good time. The car ride wasn't terrible with the kids. <laughs> Didn't get a speeding ticket. Oh, nice. You know, all of that stuff. So anyways, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. I missed being on the podcast. Um, yes. We, we missed are.
0: you too. Although I did enjoy recording with my husband and recording those couple of episodes about a first look and what we did for our wedding that was fun. But it's nice to have you back, especially yeah. from like a mental health perspective. That's not something Justin is all into. So <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, we had a good time. And uh man, we're jumping right into it, like in this episode back. What are we talking Dude, about?
0: Dude, I I actually saw on instagram today someone shared like anonymously how much they've hated every piece of wedding planning and i was like dude they need to listen to our podcast seriously so we're going to talk about how much wedding planning sucks because i think this it's also one of our most listened to like episodes yeah of all time like truly of all time right
1: yeah no it's up there it's top three yeah the only the only people that are ahead of it i think are uh jillian with her dress episodes yes, and Greta. wedding
0: dress stress and how much wedding plan or wedding dress shopping is stress inducing and greta's
1: Casey episode being
0: overwhelmed with wedding planning also yeah. very understandable why those two episodes are ahead of wedding planning sucks but
1: yeah those are those are those are good those are that's a solid top three
0: it really is if you guys haven't caught those highly recommend going and listening to them after you listen to this so good
1: yeah but we're just gonna have a vent event session today Hell yeah And we're just gonna talk about it we're gonna do the venting for you and my hope is that you will sit in your car as you're driving on the way to work and be nodding your head the whole time yeah and nodding your head and you're just going preach like yes like all of those things they get me yeah so let's just talk about about Wedding planning and why it sucks. Let's start at the, at the beginning.
0: Oh well, I think the part that sucks the most about it is that like you genuinely expect it to be this like magical, beautiful time, and at the end of it, you get to marry your person and be with them forever and start your ever after. Which that part's true.
1: Yeah, yeah. But true. no one but it's tells like everything, you like in between, from like, will you marry me to I do is just a shit show
0: total shit just so many decisions and all of this the reason that i think it sucks so much is because nobody tells you that it sucks
1: you're not prepared
0: not at all you look on social media and everybody looks like they're having the time of their freaking life with their bridal showers and their bachelorette parties and their bachelor parties and you just want to be a part of it and want to do that for yourself and also be celebrated but you don't see like the you know what's not included in the highlight reel
1: Right. And that's what I was going to say. It's the highlight reel. Like everyone's yeah. looking at the the picture perfect moments where people are smiling and they're doing the registry, but they didn't just see the big fight that happened between uh, the couple when the man wanted to scan a beer fridge and you know his partner was like, no, that's not happening. You're not doing yeah. that. No. And yeah. then they get in a fight about it and they're like, smile in front of the yeah. towels. We're going to take a picture. Although I do no really
0: feel bad for men when it comes to registry because like... So much of the stuff that gets registered for is, and this is talking about like a a heterosexual relationship, but so much, and maybe this applies to everybody. Like one person has like the design or like the aesthetic, the home aesthetic in mind. And so yes, they're like, let's do the mixing bowls and I want them to be terracotta. And like the other, the other person in the relationship is like, well, I need a new saw and yeah you know they're like <laughs> or they're
1: like mostly I, I feel like most of the time is like <clears throat> i wanted to scan a tv when we not most of the time but that was the thing she's like we already have a tv and i was like i want a bigger tv or well, someone gets it for you the other thing too with registry is uh i feel like the guy again heterosexual couple just gets in trouble the whole time because he just he just wants to have fun and he just wants to scan all the stuff and and nope it's like brought back brought back down to earth but <sighs> um That would cause so
0: many fights between my head. We didn't do a registry.
1: Side note, you should register everything because you get a discount if it's not purchased. Yes. Uh, If someone doesn't get it for you, I think you have like 90 days or 30 days or something And you get like like 20% off or something. Yeah. So just register the hell out of anything that you want because even though you might not get it, you might get a discount. Yeah. Oh, other side note about registry. Okay. If you're not registering an air fryer, something's wrong with you. It will change your life. I, air you
0: talked about that air fryer so long ago on the podcast. You still use it?
1: Air fry. Yeah, we were air fry everything: veggies, oh, wow. meat, uh, leftovers. Leftovers okay. are way better than they are now. If you ever took French fries home from a restaurant, you probably didn't eat them because they're like they're not. They're not good. good when
0: you microwave them.
1: They're better in the air fryer than okay. when you got them.
0: Oh and shit!
1: And pizza? Yeah, everything's. Oh better. yeah. So much better. So get an air fryer; it will change your life.
0: So that's a tip from Chris. Register for that air fryer; it'll be worth it. it.
1: So, but so getting caught off guard.
0: Getting yeah, off the
1: rails. Getting caught off guard with wedding planning. Mm, Yes. Nobody tells you that it's going to be stressful. That you're going to cry. That you're you're probably going to argue
0: with people that you love. Nobody tells you you it brings out the worst in people. Bring let's talk
1: about, let's talk about people for a second. Okay. Did you and Justin like fight at all during this process? I think you guys had a little, you had a more intentional wedding. It was not the traditional thing, but did you guys argue and fight no,
0: about stuff? No, I don't know. I don't remember us fighting about literally anything, but he didn't care. I, my, I come from the thought process that if he cared about something and voiced he really it. cared about he it he really cared about it so i had to then ask myself like okay who cares about this more him or i and then you know fight that battle if that battle needed to be fought i think the right. only thing that he had like a he had an opinion on what he was going to wear and i'm not going to tell him what he can and can't wear and we didn't have a wedding party and you know we only got married with 13 I got people. told
1: what i couldn't what i couldn't wear yes, and that caused a fight
0: yeah so i, I think that, that. that it's like kind of what parents say with their kids, like pick your battles. So I just chose to pick my battles with him, but I don't really remember anything causing a fuss, but we got married in four months and we had got 13 married in four people. months too. You had a big wedding in four months. I didn't yeah, know that. We, did.
1: we just talked about, uh, talked, told one of our couples that we just met with the other day about that story. Yeah, no, we, we got married in four months. And I think that was a part of the stress is. Uh, for us, I don't know that Laren – there was a couple things that we got in fights about. One of them was my shirt color. Yeah. I just wanted to wear a gray suit, and uh, I didn't think – I just assumed it was going to be a white shirt, and because her dress wasn't white, it was like a, a cream, like a very, very, very light cream. Like, like you couldn't I even tell the difference, probably. Probably not, no. Uh, and I was like, no, I don't want to wear a cream shirt. I want to wear a white shirt. That's going to look stupid. And honestly, you can't even tell them photos. Um, But I was upset about it. And that was something that caused a fight. Um, But honestly, the thing that caused the the most fights more than anything else was drama with her mom. And uh, Lara will say this time and time again, that it felt early on like her mom was trying to plan the wedding that she wanted, not the wedding that we wanted or that we wanted to be part of. So that was something that, we didn't anticipate either was the tension between family members and things like that.
0: Yeah, well, you have to juggle not only like their opinions but also making millions of decisions. And yes. even like some of the decisions don't even matter, but you don't have the capacity to even make the smallest of decisions, like choosing a shirt color. It's not yeah. something that should cause a fight, but
1: Oh my gosh, it I does. can tell you that one of the biggest fights was that, uh, was the invites. Did I tell you about this? I don't Whose think so. Whose name was on the invites? So, no, Lara's mom, well, it might have been both her parents, wanted their names on the invites. Uh, like, you're invited to the wedding of so and so and so. And then mm-hmm. they wanted, I guess it used to be tradition that parents' names were on the invites it as did, well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so it's I don't a tra- know that traditional.
0: That's so, some people still do very
1: that. Very common anymore. And then we're like, okay, we'll do that. That's fine. They're paying for 90% of this wedding. Sure. Uh, and then my parents, I th- don't think we're paying for anything. Um, they were in a really bad place at that time. And so we were like, let's put my parents' name on there as well. They did not like that because my parents were not contributing anything. and That caused a big fight. And it felt petty AF. Yeah. And and so that. that was something that was like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? I'm not going to lie. Like I had a couple times, sometimes I was like, is this a family that I want to marry into? Like this feels really crazy, but I wasn't prepared for any of that stuff. Yeah.
0: You're probably not alone in that thought. I mean, witnessing firsthand people like just the familial drama that comes from planning a wedding and like, you know, who plans the bridal shower, who plans the rehearsal dinner, who pays for the rehearsal dinner. And then having two families with potentially two different beliefs in all of that and then mm-hmm. like trying to mesh them together and bring them together it's just like it's nothing Stressful. yeah that's so much to manage and all you, then you sit there and think to yourself like is this worth it? And yeah, do I want to be a part of this? Like why are why are we why are they making it such a big deal about inviting this one person? Like I don't want that person at my wedding and yep. they're not respecting that boundary for me and I feel like in order to make them happy, I have to you know bend and have this person at my wedding and you know there's just so much.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was definitely something that I was not prepared for. And like I said, caused me to second. I mean, at least raise the question like, I mean, this girl is great, but this is just invite stuff. Like, what about more serious stuff? Like, yeah, you know, just just little things. And so obviously, I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything. And I'm glad I married Lara and, you know, are a part of their family. I love their parents. Their parents are so helpful to us and, and great on so many levels. But yeah, there was, there was definitely things changed and I saw a different side of them uh, during that process. Not saying that it was terrible or anything like that, but it was just different. You know, when there's tension and there's money involved, sometimes it can bring out Ooh. a different side in people.
0: Oh, that's a good point too, money. Like that's something that in wedding planning, like you know it's going to cost a lot of money, but you don't think necessarily about the like conflict that arises due to the money and the financial contribution that not only your family makes, but potentially you two make and potentially only you guys make. And then you have, you know, Caitlin was on the podcast really early on and she talked about how, you know, she had this vision of her wedding and her fiance had the vision of the wedding as well. But his budget didn't line up with what that vision was gonna cost. And so she would like show him pictures and be like, which one do you prefer? And he'd of course choose like the higher budget florals or something. Yeah. He's like, this is how much that costs. And so there are ways to navigate obviously situations that come up with wedding planning in like perspective, especially financially. And I just think that like you don't know what you're getting into, and they don't know what they're getting into. Like nobody knows how much a wedding costs really until like they're getting into it. Sticker like, shock, gosh, sticker yeah. shock
1: is a big deal. I mean, you start looking around, and and honestly, I don't know that people have. I just don't think they have an idea that they start looking around and they're like, "So you're telling me that a low end photographer starts at fifteen hundred dollars? Like mm-hmm. you're taking a gamble." on someone there like even a thousand dollars like don't ever do that like and they're in your and then they start thinking like so and i need to spend like two thousand to three thousand plus maybe three like like they just don't know they don't have any clue no especially parents
0: stages oh yeah parents trying to get them on board
1: yeah or you're just like so what do you mean uncle daryl can't just bring his camera and you know he can take a couple he's got that really good nikon camera (laughs) Why can't niken. he just niken Why can't he just take some pictures of you know? And, and then if you want a videographer too, they're like, wait, now you need photo and video. It's just, it's people don't know and they don't realize how much stuff costs until they get into it. And I feel like that causes arguments as well. That helps. I mean, people get discouraged. They're like, oh, well, I yeah. really thought I could hire this person, but now I I can't because it's out of the budget. And yeah, stuff like that.
0: You know, I had somebody that reached out to us to photograph their wedding and we were booked on the day, which made it very easy for me to turn it down and not make them feel bad. But they reached out and their max that they wanted to spend on photography, reaching out to us was a thousand dollars. Oh She wow. was like, well, she was like fifteen hundred max, I'd be more comfortable at a thousand. And I'm like, sure. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Of course you would be. For me. sure. Yeah. I totally agree. Anyone with you.
1: would be more comfortable with the lower number.
0: Yes. And I'm like, and to every... Did you say, to-
1: did you say, girl, do you know you just emailed K and B? That ain't gonna happen. I was Get so out of here with that.
0: gentle about it. I was That's so gentle nice. about it. I was like, um, we're unfortunately booked. And then I said, however, like I was like, you know, with your budget, I would um, take a look at some like newer photographers, really give them a chance. Like, um, you're probably like, you'll be able to get some of them. And, you know, th- th- but I used the word newer. And that's just newer, like, yeah. Somebody does have to take a chance on newer photographers for newer photographers to become experienced photographers. Sure. You know, like I yeah. look back at, you know, eight years ago and I'm like so grateful to the people who took a chance and it's but it's crazy like so she's got this you know 12 to 1500 hundred dollar budget for photography and i'm looking at her like you know that's a not even close but also b if i was in your shoes like a thousand dollars is a lot of money
1: yeah like no, that it is a
0: ton of money
1: sure It is.
0: You know what I mean? Like
1: if I had to spend a thousand dollars right now on a fridge because mine went out, I'd be like, fuck, that's a lot of money. Like Like, damn it, where's that gonna come from? Hello,
0: savings. Goodbye.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So I get it. I get the sticker shock. Like, I totally understand. It's also like It's hard. I don't. Weddings are just like it's out. They're their own breed, and so that has to ignite fights. Like so, you're telling, like you know, the fiance, you're telling me you want a five thousand dollar photographer. Like that's a lot of money. But and then as a photographer, it's like you know that's how they make their living, and And they're
1: definitely worth it. You know,
0: one hundred percent. And like, have you seen that TikTok going around? I just sent it to Justin. It's like, um, like you've got to pay me for my skills or something like that.
1: I haven't seen it. Do you it. know what
0: I'm talking about? I'm just no, going to play the sound because I think everybody will laugh. Hold on. Where's it at? <laughs> this isn't, it's important. Here it is. Cost that much because it takes me
1: fucking hours. hours. Cost that much because
0: I don't have super <laughs> super powers. You need to pay for my skills because exposure doesn't pay the bills. It costs that
1: much because it takes me fucking hours. It costs that much i love that so good that is so good I just
0: sent, it was like somebody doing like an art piece but i was like dude this is so anyways not to your vendors cost what your vendors cost because they have to pay their bills and and i
1: think that most people realize that they are worth it i think yes. what happens is is that they just aren't aware of what like exactly. i don't think when i think when most people go into wedding planning they don't go i have a ten thousand dollar budget or a twenty thousand dollars budget, which ten thousand is on the lower end, I would say. I would say uh, people
0: maybe go in thinking a ten thousand dollars budget. Do you think so? Like I know whenever we were planning my wedding, which I'm lucky and blessed because I have so many vendors. My mother, with my thirteen person wedding, was like I'm blessed also that she was willing to help me, but initially she was like, ten thousand dollars is where I want to be, and that's low.
1: yeah. Again, I'm that's bl- what we pulled off our wedding for. We pulled our wedding off for ten grand. I think um, it's
0: doable to do ten thousand. It was just... on the
1: lower end. Yes. Uh,
0: so I think that's what people expect on the low end.
1: But and then we started though. Like we had to adjust because we realized, like, oh, if we want this person and if we want this thing and if we yeah. want this catering, it's going to be more like eighteen yeah. uh, for us to do these things. There was another venue that we had looked at. It was like, oh, there's going to be twenty five if we do this. And so we there was there was this adjustment period where we go, okay, those are the things that we wanted. We can't have those things. There was a a, a little portion of mourning, being sad, and then we had to rally and go, okay here's what we can do. Now let's go ahead and set a budget. Well, we can't do this. Now we can do this. But there wasn't a number that was thrown out initially. There was only a number that was thrown out after we started to view things that we wanted. And then we couldn't have
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's the initial sticker shock though, which is part of the reason like... For sure. It sucks. And you guys, that sucked that you had to go through that together. It also helped you build your relationship probably by having to like compromise these things, but it doesn't make it suck any less that like... Sticker shock's no fun ever.
1: Can I can I throw out something else that I think people aren't prepared for when it comes to wedding planning? Yes, please. Having a really crappy wedding party sometimes that does not cooperate.
0: It, yes, <laughs> Yeah, We've heard some horror stories. Oh, oh! I've seen horror stories unfold before my eyes. It's like really hard. It's really. It's wedding parties are really hard. Like, like nobody
1: can... tells you that your best friends and the people that love you the most in this world, it's going to be like pulling teeth to get them to go get fitted for their tux or to try on their dress or to do like those two things we hear about over and over again, that literally it just infuriates people to the point to where they're like, we're a month out. And this bridesmaid has still not gone to her dress fitting to get fitted for it.
0: Yeah. Or the, the best man to plan the bachelor party. Like I I hear that a lot with couples yeah. where they're like, or she, it's normally like the bride is like, he's not planning this for my person. Like I yeah. need to get my person's party planned so they can be celebrated. Like that's another part. And it's, it's hard. That's hard because you are excited about your day but and the people that you love the most like are also excited for your day but they also are living their life at the same time and so juggling Yeah, it's a, that's another thing too though like it's supposed to be uh, your day de- that this is like a kind of caveat thought but it's yeah. supposed to be your day but throughout the planning process you begin to think that it's like everybody else's day because everybody else has an opinion
1: yeah and you start planning a wedding that you think everyone else would want to attend and you kind of forget that it's your day you're like yeah well, What is everyone gonna like it's like dude if you want a taco bar because you love tacos who cares what anyone else thinks it's a free meal you eat your dang tacos like you know you don't have to. i love a good taco bar dude i do too oh
0: dude i want tacos so bad right now i've been having sweet potato tacos lately have you put sweet potatoes on tacos before
1: no (gasps) Uh, we haven't i can't eat tortillas right now but that is a bowl that is a litter- So, we've been eating sweet potatoes. We like to do this thing, side note, with sweet potatoes uh, to where we, again, air fry them. Mm, uh, but before yeah. we air fried them, I would uh, like fry them in a skillet. Um, but we'll take sweet potatoes, olive oil, coat them in olive oil. And then there's this, um, at the Spice Merchant, there's this bread mix that's like... Have, if you, have you ever gone to like Bonefish or an Italian restaurant where they pour the spices in a little dish and then yes. they put oil in it? And you dip. Yes. So it's those spices. We toss them in the potatoes and it is like the best sweet potato hash of all time. It is so good.
0: It sounds great. Anyways, Anything we with love sweet, potatoes. With sweet potatoes. Some, some people are listening are like, ew, sweet potatoes. am like, gosh, I'm missing out. I've never
1: tried shit. them in a good. taco though. We'll have to do that afterwards. Oh. When we can eat tortillas again, because I miss me some tortillas. Mm, I only um, do
0: corn. You can you not do corn tortillas?
1: Uh, we could. I mean, it, we we basically just chose to eliminate things so we okay. know that we can get out of control. Like I can't just eat three tortillas. Okay. I need to eat like eight tacos.
0: Got it, Roger that. So, um, anyways,
1: another thing with wedding party that that you you kind of we we're kind of on this, but like sometimes wedding party members can be selfish and make the day about themselves, even oh, though they're that. not intentionally trying to, uh, and start like, I've, I'm thinking about bridesmaids who make a big deal about they, them not liking the dress or something like that. I get it. They're going to be in it all day and, and you want them to feel comfortable in it. But I have heard that from some brides where it's like, Oh, it's so hard to get everyone on the same page. If one person likes it, two yeah. people don't like it. You know, if most of the people like it. There's one person that doesn't. And then the bride, uh, has to he- get an earful about it all the time, yep. like complaining and then this constant. and then that, and so Getting then the bride is messages. like, "What do I do?" Yep, yep. That's and something that I feel like is pretty common.
0: I've heard too, like from brides who are get this, and this could happen. To, I don't know. This probably doesn't happen to grooms, but I feel like it's just just a women. Um, they get their constant opinions from. I said this earlier, but opinions, but I'm thinking more from like a texting, like somebody is just sending you messages and texts in general are invasive. Like yeah, the second somebody text, my phone is consistently on do not disturb because I'm not going to allow my phone to invade my life. So, but I like no, that you do that. I, I, most people are not that way. So, <laughs> and because I view texts as invasive, like the second your they phone just, well, goes off, noisy. they yep, like literally like,
1: disrupt your life.
0: I have to stop what I'm doing to see who texted me because they texted me. Now they have a right to have my attention right away. And I need to respond within a like coordinated amount of time or like a reasonable amount of time. And I just think that they're ridiculous anyways. So you're planning a wedding and you're getting text messages from people that are like, Hey, you know, the, like, I was just thinking about the hair that we chose. And, you know, I think that I actually like, that's not going to work for me. Or they're going to say, you know, the, hey, like your maid of honor is planning the bachelorette party and she's planning it in this place. And I know that you want to go to Las Vegas, but I can't really afford. And so it's just like constant.
1: Everyone is giving you their opinion about a lot of the decisions that are being made. And that's honestly what I hear. That is one of the worst things is the flurry of opinions that you get nonstop. Unsolicited All the advice and opinions on the decisions that you were making or have yet to make.
0: Oh my gosh, like guests, like and this is a family thing a lot of the time, but getting opinions of like on who will sit where or what guests are invited to the wedding. And then you get them from both sides of the family. And sometimes oh. you feel like you are the only one getting the opinions, and this your fiance is like gets to live their life free to live their life, and you're stuck with Managing carrying the weight all of, of these people. Of the yeah. yeah. Oh man. But you guys I, I'm getting
1: sad just thinking about I like if know. I had to plan another wedding. I'm
0: <laughs> I know, I know. I saw something on Reddit today that was like part of the reason that or I told my fiance that like this we're gonna stay married forever. Like part of what makes me know we're gonna stay married forever is because I never want to plan another wedding again. And I'm like, yeah. God, that sucks. Because truly, like truly, although wedding planning sucks, whenever you get to the day, I would say like 95 out of a hundred times. I hear couples be like, it was worth it. Like leading up, they're like, I don't know if this is worth it. We should elope. Like how many people have that thought? Like, let's just elope. We can avoid a lot of this, but most of the time, no matter how you choose to get married and who you choose, well, it probably matters who you choose to marry. I hope <laughs> they I hope they rock. But no matter what happens, like the day comes and you're finally like that was worth it. Like all that t- for to be here and to feel the way that I feel today, like it was worth it. but that yeah. was there's a there's a positive there's a, I'm sure there's a thousand other reasons wedding planning sucks uh
1: has- something else that I hear about sometimes is like the mother and mother-in-law dynamic starts to get Ooh. weird. Yeah. Like there's a weirdness that can sometimes happen like it's like oh we're cordial, we've met each other, but now there are decisions being made and a lot of times, dude, mother of the of the of the bride, mother of the groom can sometimes get really overshadowed by mother of the bride. Oh. Um which can be really hard. I mean, mother of the groom does dance with their child or like the, the, in, in typical relationships that happens right mm-hmm. between a man and a woman but on the day of i mean mother of bride does sometimes get more attention if you're not intentional with making it kind of even or, or however you want it like that can be a thing that happens and sometimes resentment can build up between moms and things like that like that's something that happened with my mom and lair's mom yeah. um, the relationship still has that recovered
0: Yeah. Oh, that sucks.
1: Yeah. Really does suck. But those are some, those are, that's something that just came to mind.
0: Well, you mentioned intention. And so I want to basically tie this all up in a bow. Like, yes, wedding planning sucks. There's like so many aspects of it that suck. However, what can help it not suck? Like, almost fix a majority of your problems. I don't know. Is that true? Would you say it fixes a majority? I don't know if it would say a majority. I feel like it, it makes gives you, you feel. It,
1: so when the feelings do arise, it gives you something to do. Like, yeah,
0: it gives you a foundation to stand on. It gives you ground on, to, to feel sta- good yes, about.
1: That's what I was gonna say. It gives you a foundation to stand on. Yes. When and things what that do get is, rocky,
0: is like planning your wedding with a why. And Chris and I talk about this all the time. We have an episode that is titled "Like You Do You: Defining Your Wedding Why." where we go and dive deep into this. But when you decide on what the why is for why you're celebrating your marriage with a wedding, you have this solid foundation when you're making decisions, when people are giving you their opinions. It's not just blindly following this orchestrated template that's been done time and time and time again. Instead- Yes. Like insert new couple, new Saturday, same wedding. Yes. But when you have this, why you're able to deflect a lot of the like unnecessary input that is coming into your mind, which we haven't even talked about the fact, like you still are working, like you still have a career or you're still going to school or whatever the cases, like you still have a relationship with your partner. You still have friends and social events. Now you're adding on this like part-time, like majorly part-time job of wedding planning.
1: planning. One of the most, one of the biggest events of most people's lives is planning a wedding, you know, for one of the largest uh, audiences that most people will ever entertain. Exactly.
0: And that's the thing is like, you're thinking about hosting and entertaining all these people. So having a why allows you to have this like North star that guides you throughout your decision-making and it can be a buffer and a boundary for family members. And it's just, honestly, it's like been changing. We get constant reviews and I don't know if it's even reviews, messages from people explaining like the impact that having a why and listening to the podcast has made on them
1: so actually i have one that i'm going to read uh and this bride actually messaged me and she said um we loved the wedding why episode it kind of pulled me into a better mindset of getting rid of my rose-colored pinterest goggles we have come up with some some great ideas to incorporate our love story into the wedding and make it more personal and less generic We've been together for so long and we really just want to celebrate that journey. Listening has forced me to take a step back and focus on what is most important for us on that day. So this couple, before they listened to this episode, was in this mindset of like, okay, we're just gonna do everything that everyone else does. Kind of just like what's on Pinterest, what do I like the most? After listening and hearing about wedding why in the episode that that we break it down, they realized, wow, we wanna incorporate more of our relationship into our wedding day. And so that's huge, it's a game changer. Um, it absolutely will lead you to plan your day with more intention to be more thoughtful with the decisions that you're making and really gives you permission to to break out of the, the wedding norms yeah. uh, and embrace you and your relationship.
0: Yeah, like if, let's say like like for me, when the norm is like your dad walks you down the aisle, right? Correct. And for me, love my dad so much. He's shyer. And so like, I don't know if that was something that he like desperately wanted. So we chose to honor him in a different way. However, what made the most sense for me, because that tradition doesn't sit well with me, we, my husband and I walked in to our ceremony together. And our thought process was like, we've been living this life together and going through life together for the last six years. Why should we walk into our ceremony any differently? And so we had like this, why was like, that? if it doesn't, didn't resonate, like we wanted to make it resonate. And then part our why was like bringing our two families together. So most of our decisions were rooted around like, how can we emphasize that and bring that yeah. into focus more. So like we got married in a circle instead of with like aisles and people staring at my butt. <laughs> crap like that because we were rooted in that why.
1: Yeah. And and what that does is is we talked about this but you it, you will be bombarded with so much noise. Mm-hmm. So much noise from every direction, people who have had their children get married, people who had their best friend get married who are maid of honor, people who are getting married. Like every your boss, everyone's going to give you advice because and a part of this i think is because most of the people that it's and it's typically from people who have gotten married they feel like they've endured this gauntlet of like we got through it and so they want to share right they want to share about this really difficult season that they got through and so it's all good intention yep because kindly
0: they're like let me help you not go through some of the things that i went through
1: but it's very overwhelming. Very, it's literally a bomb, a bombardment. And so, when you have your why, it helps you go. You can go. Thanks, but no thanks. Mm-hmm. You know, not in a rude way, but you're, if let's say someone's like, "Oh my gosh, you have to reach out to this caterer in town. Oh, they are just amazing," and you're like. Oh wow, that's really great. You know, my fiance and I actually really decided that we're going to have food trucks because uh we're going to we're going to have a food truck rally at our wedding um and supporting we've already paid like we're covering it. It's supporting our thing. local, but for us every our, our you know, the city that we live in, they have food truck rallies every Friday night and that was our go-to date night. We would try different. So we want to incorporate that part of our relationship into the wedding day. And then at that point they go, oh, okay, that's cool. But everyone thinks that they have to give you some advice because you're probably lost. But when you have your wedding why, you know your decisions, the decisions that you're making. And so it's almost like you're beating them to the punch, really. Yep.
0: Yep. And then like with this why, you can share it with people really early on. So when you're getting all of these opinions or you're getting into a dispute with your in-laws, your future in-laws or your fiance. You guys can like revisit your why. Everybody knows it. They can be reminded of it. And it can help guide a lot of like those conflicts. Like maybe your why is that you want to share your love. Let's go, love of music with the people that you love. I know I've never used that example before. Your love of music with the people that you love. And you're getting this like, your in-laws are like, you have to use this DJ because we've used this DJ at every single one of the kids' weddings and it's a tradition and like we love him and he's gonna give us a good deal or whatever. And sure, like those are all really good reasons to use the DJ. Right. But your why might have be rooted really strongly in your like love of music. And maybe you wanted to have like this string quartet that was playing the place that you guys first got like got engaged or something. I, who knows? Yeah. But you have that why of sharing your love of music with people, not their love of the DJ, your love of music. And so yeah. being grounded in that can help you navigate the conflict because nobody is going to argue with something that you fully thought out. Right. Right. Like they might be like, oh, OK, Like. But you're like no i feel strongly about this
1: yeah like they're not going to try to change your mind on something that you've already thought through whereas a lot of times you know people are like oh surely they don't have this picked i think people assume that people aren't prepared Mm -hmm. like when it comes to wedding planning and things like that and so when you just when you just have this and the other thing is like think of think of bowling Think of when you have bumpers, right? Like on the sides of the bowling lanes. They help guide you so that you hit your target, the pins. Your wedding Y is like those bumpers in that bowling lane. Like it's going to keep you from going out of bounds and going into the gutter and ending up somewhere you don't want to go. It's going to help you hit the target that you want to hit.
0: Which that reminds me of a point that I think is really important. And I always use this term or this like, um example of napkins and having that wedding why as your bumpers. Bumpers will like keep the unnecessary information out of your brain. So you're getting stressed out about what color napkins, right? Let's say you already defined your wedding why, but then all of a yeah. sudden you find yourself getting bent out of shape over the color of pink that your napkins are going to be. You don't want blush. You don't want coral. You want fuchsia. I don't know. Nobody, I'm just going to say nobody wants fuchsia, but maybe you do want fuchsia.
1: Somebody wants fuchsia. Somebody wants
0: fuchsia. So you're all bent out of shape because it's like, it's a little too red. Someone can remind you and you can like have that check with yourself. Like, wait, what, what's my, why, why am I celebrating my marriage with a wedding again? Oh yeah. Because of my love of music. Do these napkins have anything to do with me accomplishing that? Why? Not a damn thing. I'll just go with the blush.
1: Yeah, for sure. It it literally makes things simple. If you can catch yourself, check yourself or if and this is the beauty of letting other people know is that if you give them permission to check you too, they can bring you back down to earth, they can ground you and then you can be like, "Ah, yeah, that's right. Uh these centerpieces don't matter on our big day." So, yeah. you know, that's just an example. So, yeah. guys, we we know it's it's difficult we know it's tough and and that's why we've started this podcast is because we want to help you number one know that you're not alone that this is something that is widely felt but rarely talked about and we wanted to um put a voice in this space to help people feel understood to feel heard and to provide
0: validated you You don't feel that's another thing i feel like you're wrapping up but i'm like nope that's another thing people feel alone and they feel kind of crazy for being so caught up and stressed out and kind of like bummed because wedding planning sucks. They don't feel like they can talk to anybody about it. It's not, you know, there are bigger things going on in the world, but like the truth of the matter is you are going through this. And because you are going through this, it is a real thing and you should acknowledge it. Just because someone else is not dealing with this right now just because like your mom is moving into a new house and she's really stressed out about it. And that's a bigger problem than your napkin color. Like it's, it's stressing you out. So it should be addressed and you should like, you should feel valid in thinking this sucks and like wedding planning sucks. It's the truth of the matter. It's a problem you're enduring. Like it's no less valid than. A different problem. Your mental health is so important.
1: Yeah, and that's that's a big that's a big reason why we started this podcast. Like people just feel alone. They feel they feel like this isn't. I mean, in a lot of ways, mental health surrounding wedding planning has been kind of taboo, in the sense that it's like, what do you mean? This should be the happiest time of your life. Of life. Like, why? Why would you be frustrated? Oh my gosh, you're being such a bridezilla. Just get over. It. You know? Oh like, my gosh, the B word. Thing. The B word.
0: Girl, you're like if you being a bridezilla. Although don't be a bridezilla on your wedding day. Like, let let should happen. On There's your wedding a difference day.
1: between being a bitch on your wedding day and knowing what you want. And I feel like people attribute bridezilla to someone who knows what they want when they're not even being rude or mean or cruel to other people.
0: They're just they just it, know that things. they want the string quartet and they don't want the family DJ yeah it doesn't make them a bridezilla unless yeah, it, maybe the string quartet is like a million dollars and you're being a little like firm on that and you're, everybody's like i don't want to pay 000, 000 a million dollars for string quartet we could pay a hundred bucks for the family <laughs> <laughs> we
1: could pay a hundred bucks for jenny she's maybe, the neighborhood kid who is, yeah. starts in chair one in band and there, there we go there we can hire her
0: there's your one string i don't even know anything one about quartet. i don't even know anything about quartets. So i don't know what i'm do. saying but Nonetheless, maybe that's like kind of a bridezilla moment. But if you know what you want and you're I firm think of, in what you want.
1: I think of Bridezilla. Let's go back to the napkin thing. Okay. Someone who like has someone pick them and they blow up on their friend who got the wrong. And they're yelling at them, putting them down, belittling them. Yes. Because that is someone who I would feel fits the character of a Bridezilla. Someone who's like...
0: Godzilla, but a bride.
1: Exactly. Like literally treating people like trash. Yeah. Exactly. Emotionally destructive, physically, just all of it. And I I feel like those people do exist, but those are just bad humans in general way before they were a bride. Oh my gosh. Way before they were a bride. The normal person who is stressed out about wedding planning is not a bridezilla. They are just trying to navigate a very difficult season that they're going Mm -hmm. through. It's not easy. It's not easy Mm -hmm. at all. It's decision overload. You have to make decisions every single day.
0: Yes. And if somebody tells you you're a bridezilla because you don't want Uncle Joe. I Oh, I have an Uncle Joe. I love my Uncle Joe. No, I don't. He's a cousin. Regardless, backtracking. Don't love him. Right, right. Uncle Joe. You don't want to invite Uncle Joe to your wedding because you've met Uncle Joe one time. Do not let someone tell you you're a bridezilla because of a decision like that. You're not. Yeah. You're not. No, not at all. They are just unleashing anger on you unnecessarily. Stick to your guns in the things that are important to you and like, it'll all be worth it. It really all will be worth it. But like, we feel you this season is not as bright as everybody makes it out to be.
1: Yeah. And more than anything else, that's what in this episode, we just want to let you know, we get it. We understand you're heard. You're not alone. This is common to feel while it's common. It doesn't have to be where you stay.
0: It doesn't have to be this way.
1: It doesn't have to be this way. You can move forward. You can begin to shape up and figure out, define what your wedding why is with your partner. And you can get some footing to stand on and you can figure out what truly is important to you.
0: You know what? In the notes of this episode, which I wish there was an easier way to do it than like notes of the episode. That's kind of like hard to navigate to when you're actually listening. But I want to include two episodes that you can go to quickly. You can just click on them and go visit. And one of them is defining your wedding why. And we talk about seriously why this can literally change the game for you.
1: I think that's episode 35.
0: Good freaking job.
1: Well, I had looked it up earlier. Episode episode 35. It's called You Do You
0: defining your wedding why and the other episode that we're going to link is feeling overwhelmed AF while wedding planning with Greta, who is a therapist located out of Kansas city. And that can help you navigating a lot of these things and why wedding planning sucks. I think those are going to be two really great resources for you. Um, also if wedding planning sucks this bad, like seriously, get a wedding planner like that is a priceless area of peace of mind and like let them do their thing anyone and, like, that i've ever talked go. to
1: that has hired a wedding planner has said it's the best money they spent anyone like, that, who has is, is
0: like i wish i did yes that's probably yes. not true not anyone but most I know that's people that's not in
1: everyone's budget but if you are someone who just knows that they need that try to make a way try to find try to make it happen Yes. It will save you, your family, your loved one. It'll probably help your relationship not go to a challenging place, maybe. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I'm really glad that you threw those episodes and we'll be sure to link those. That was uh, a Wedding Y episode and then Feeling Overwhelmed AF with Greta. You got anything else to add, Ashley?
0: No, I'm like typing these notes so I don't forget because that's <laughs> like really genuinely something that I think will be beneficial. I uh, also just want to throw this to you, Chris, um, something for the future thinking, we should make an episode on like, I'm thinking this with wedding planners, how to like finagle your budget to make like a vendor work for you. Um, Ooh, and th- yeah. also like maybe a sticker shock episode. Cause I know we talked a lot about that. And I think that yeah people don't, and by sticker shock, I mean um, what, what people can expect to spend type of things. People are like, yeah. how much is this wedding gonna cost me?
1: We could just do like a really practical, like you can expect to spend, depending on what part of the country you're in, one to four thousand dollars on this yeah. one thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So to at least give people on the low range, you're looking at a thousand. At a the higher range, you're looking at four thousand.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. That could that. be really good. I think so too. Let's and do it. That's like forward thinking, and so for you listening, those are probably coming. And if yeah, you ever have you just any got a little insight into this, yeah, you did. This is a little chit chat. If you have any episode topics that you want to hear us talk about and you want our insight in or want us to bring in an expert, then shoot us a message on Facebook, on Instagram, wherever you can. and we will be sure to make that happen. We love hearing from you guys,
1: yeah. And I just want to love maybe hopefully this isn't too early to say, but uh, we know a lot of you have reached out about, talking about, um, destination wedding planning. We are currently working on getting in contact with someone who has their own wedding podcast that they talk about that. Like that's what they talk about destination weddings and we're going to be trying to get them on the podcast. So we have heard you guys. We just are not equipped to talk about that. Not neither Ashley and I have never planned a destination wedding. So, um, we're going to, we're working on that for you guys. So I think what you were going to say, Ashley, is if you have, suggestions or things that you want to hear let us know you can connect with us on instagram at the bridal breakdown you can join our facebook group uh in the show notes below it's the bridal breakdown community on facebook um and yeah throw it out there let us know what you want to hear because we love to provide the content that you need
0: absolutely i think that covers it
1: all right you guys stay fresh
0: see you later this week